son of Phosphorus. In the elegant colonnaded room in the house of Peck stand Joel's two nearest and dearest, his wife, Aurora, and Francois Daubigny. The lovely Aurora is looking now at her friend in puzzled wonderment, for it seems to her innocent mind that Francois has developed a strange streak of suspicion and jealousy. When Aurora remarked how kindly the Marchioness de Montespan had treated her, how tenderly she had inquired for Joel's welfare, the gentle Francois surprised her beyond measure by saying, Oh, child, child, it is as well for you that I am here to watch over you. But upon my honor, such innocence as yours would not last long in this court. But, Francois... You are young, child, and new to the court. Otherwise, you would know that the Marchioness de Montesquieu does nothing without reason. I won't say good reason. There could be none but kindly reasons behind her concern for myself and Joel. Perhaps. Oh, Francois, my friend, I believe you are jealous. I believe you want me to be your protege and none other. Well, I am yours. For you are the only one to whom I can come and speak of Joel. At least I am here to take care of you. I promised Monsieur Joel I would do that. Dear Francois, His Majesty could have chosen no one better for a royal governess. Will you like to mother us all? How long will His Majesty be at Nimbergen? I do not know, though it is rumored he may be some time. Good. He had nothing to fear then while he is detained there. Oh, well, what do you mean? I simply meant life, is he? Because the lot of inconvenience. It is certainly quieter since he left. Then let us pray he will be away for a long time. That's almost treacherous, Francois. If my Lord Montosier were to hear you... My Lord Montosier, thank heaven, has no jurisdiction over me. But he has over me, and I must be getting back to Saint-Germain. I will come again, just as soon as I have permission to leave the palace. I shall look forward to seeing you, child, for I feel responsible for you. But so long as His Majesty is away, I shall rest easy. For I shall know you are not overworked. Farewell, my child. My prayers shall join yours for your safety. And his speedy return. Meanwhile, on the edge of the Black Forest, a welcome of quite another sort is being prepared for Joel. At the inn of the Cook's Crayfish, a lonely building on the gloomy ridge of a hill sits mine host, Caspar Brown, a lean old soldier with a vicious face. He is cleaning his musket and talking with a young girl who is wearily preparing a meal. So then he sent his bellows boy a sprinting along the short tether side of Nancy to warn me that this fellow was coming. May heaven have mercy on him then. A fine thing to say about a guest at the inn. Here's your coffee. You know as well as I do, you will kill him if he comes here. Of course. That is why he's been sent to me. But why worry about death? It's a little thing that comes to all of us. This soldier goes to the wars. Like as not, he would be killed there. If I do the deed here tonight, it'll surely save a little time. Still, I say, may heaven have mercy on him. No, 
Well, if you hadn't come to me so highly recommended, my girl, I'd distrust you. But Walton said you were all right, despite your bitter tongue. And you'd trust Walton, eh? Men have died to trusting him, Herr Brown. Why do you work with him if you feel like that? Sometimes one cannot help oneself. Well, I wish the road would hurry. I do not like to wait. The roads are heavily off the range and the artillery that traveled over yesterday. Or perhaps it's been attacked by highwaymen. The forest full of them since the war began. No. No. Listen. There's a horse in the yard. Look through the window. Is it he? It's the musketeer. He's through the biggest I ever saw. Ah, Herr Brown. Take care how you deal with this one. For his sword is big enough for a giant. Enter! Enter! A good evening to you, my son. Greetings, monsieur, and welcome to my inn. What can I do for you? Many things, my good man of the woods. I need accommodation and food for myself, and shelter and provender for my horse. Nothing is impossible now on the frontier. If there is money forthcoming, you are not in a hurry. Take your own time, my friend. And as I have escaped the night through the road, I need not look to expense. Monsieur, we will do our best for you. Therese! Yes, monsieur. Go, put the gentleman's horse in the stable and hurry back. But he needs his supper. Yes, monsieur. Be quick now! Yes, monsieur. I am in no great hurry, friend. You need not have shouted at her. Uh, she is a sluggard and needs hurrying. What is a French girl doing in this part of the world? I thought the inhabitants were mostly German. She is from Paris. A lazy wench and one I shall be rid of with all haste. She was recommended by a friend. But she's no lover of worth and is pert into the bargain. She seemed docile enough to me. Ah, but it's good to be by a fire again. The forest is dark and the night is cold outside. There is a basement of fresh water over there if you want to get the dust of the road off you. And if your trappings are in the way, I'll relieve you of them. Many thanks, my friend, but I am used to them. I should feel lost without my sword and pistol. They do not incommode me. I shall keep them on. I shall take advantage of your other offer. Traveling is dirty work. Dirty work. <laughs> There's dirty work to be done, my friend. Even if you won't give up your weapons. Ah, so you're back with me. And time enough, too. So he won't give up his sword? What of it? A good dinner and some of my wine. Some of my special wine. That'll do the trick nicely. Then, off with his head, so. Off with who? Oh, monsieur, I, uh, I was speaking of the hair I shot this afternoon. This stupid Parisian knows nothing of cooking game. This is a fine art I've got you. Supper is ready, monsieur. I will put it on the table here by the fire. Ah. Dinner by a blazing fire and good company. What more can a soldier ask? Be seated, monsieur. Well, well, girl. Do you not see that the gentleman's weapons are in the way? Remove them for him. No, no, never mind. 
I am learning to be a soldier and must get used to eating and drinking in my equipment. You would be more comfortable, monsieur, without them. My mind would not be comfortable, friend, without my sword to hand. Besides, what is comfort to a soldier? Ah, so you are a soldier. I hope to be one. Though I am more of a dispatcher at present. Mm. Uh, you carry dispatches, then? I am on my way from Paris to Marshal Creighton at Freiburg. Oh, admirable, Admiral. Therese, bring wine for the dispatch bearer. Yes, Mr. Then drink it, friend. Uh, let's drink to your success and long life. To Paris. And my speedy return there. Ah, there is a lady in Paris, I'll warrant. My wife. Good, good. Then let's drink to her, too. To madame. Oh, no. You uh, like my wine? It is some of my own. It is good indeed, my host. I can see I shall like this country. Uh, you're the man after my own heart, monsieur. A soldier and a connoisseur of good wine. Therese, bring another bottle. Yes, monsieur. Bring two bottles. Bring a bottle of my special wine to monsieur. Uh, he will appreciate that, I know. At once, monsieur. And I will build up the fire. Nothing like a good big fire to drink beside on a cold night, monsieur. Monsieur. Monsieur, your wine. Fine. Put it down. Open it, monsieur, and try some. You will like it, I know. You're right, buddy. It is good, but it flies to the head. Uh, either it is your wine or your fire or the long ride, but I'm sleepy. Uh, I'm coming, sleepy. Must be the wine. Mild as milk, monsieur. Have some more. No. No, I am for bed. What is that? Am I on the high seas that your house rocks like a ship in the wind? Oh, it must be your vintage. Oh, I shall have a headache tomorrow if I don't sleep it off. Sleep will cure you, my friend. Sleep will cure everything. Upstairs are you to bed while you can still stand. Therese will take your firearms. Oh, hold there. Oh. I may be unsteady, but I was taught a soldier and his sword. I'll never find him. Oh, dear, my head is quite lifted. Oh, I can scarcely stand. And upstairs you go, my honored guest. There is but one room at the head of the stairs, and the bed is under the window. Do you want anything more? Friend, I have had... I've had more than enough. Well, I, my master, and I pretty made peace are all under your roof tree. 
drunk, tired, and very soon asleep. Ha <laughs> ha, my sweet Therese. The cat is in the bag now. 